Hey everyone, welcome to my show. I'm Tiffany Blackman, my so-called fabulous, and it is so wonderful talking to you today and seeing you if you're on YouTube. It's great to see you, and let me tell you, do we have a show for you today because it's that time of year. We're dwindling down to 2020. I didn't think it would ever happen. Or it happened quickly, one or the other. I'm not real sure. But we're dwindling down in how to organize yourself. And I have the most fabulous, amazing person and friend in the studio with me today. Welcome, everyone. Nikki Ferris. Welcome. Hi, Tiffy. Thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's so great to talk to you and see you. And I, first of all, you know I love you. I mean, I just adore you. She's like my little sister. I mean, it's just so refreshing. I mean, the it's just a so great, mutual. Yeah. I mean, it's just been a great friendship. And we were trying to figure out how long we've known each other. Um, I, 2016. So probably four, we're going to five years, five probably years so. together. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you this. I do not want to live without this woman in my life. Okay. Let's just go ahead and put that out there. So don't break up with me, please. Okay. Please. Don't. It's a forever deal. <laughs> it's a forever deal. Absolutely. So let me explain to you what Nikki has and she has simplify your space. And that's exactly what she does in your life. And she's helped me on many, many projects and we're going to talk about all the different things and avenues that you do. But here's a question for y'all. Are you unorganized? Um, do you have some clutter? Do you have, well, we all have baggage. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. yeah well, that's part of life. That's another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's another podcast, but yes, unorganized and declutter. So Nikki came into my life uh, when Greg and I moved from a space in Fort Worth to a larger space, which was doable. Totally. We still had to get rid of some things. So, but Nikki moved us. She helped us. She didn't physically, but she, well, I guess she did. So tell us what you did with me on that initial, it was a move. It was a move. Yeah. And it starts with the planning of it. That's what I encourage people when they are moving, that there's a plan, um, thinking about the space you're going to and when you're boxing up stuff from your old place and going to your new labeling it where it's going to go right. and thinking about where it's going to go. And I come in with that. I can help people on the front and the back end. And I love to be on the front part because that helps with the back. Part. Oh, can you imagine coming in the back end? No. It, it is. I do it. And it's, it's not as efficient, um, but I love it all. That's one of my favorite things to do is help people set up a new place. So with you guys, I helped pack and manage the move. I was there with the movers and helped label the boxes and had the rooms designated with signs for the guys so they would know where things were going and then was there on the unpacking and worked with you on um, particularly your kitchen because mm -hmm. you're a chef and right want your stuff to be where it makes sense. And my tagline is helping you find the right place for everything. And that's different for everybody. So I feel like my service is custom. It, right. it depends on what my client wants um, and where they want it. And you've been in business 10 years. 10 and do you have that that clientele that you've had for 10 years that you just continue? I do. I do. Um, at first, when I started the business, I, I thought it was probably going to be a one and done with people. Really? But some, what I have found is a lot of people's brains work differently than mine. And I believe God gave me a gift to help them simplify. That's why I named it simplify your space rather than anything with the word organizing. Cause I feel like that word can be super duper intimidating. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So I, I do have some clients that I've had from the very beginning. They've just said, you know what? It's like hiring somebody to make me a custom cabinet. I'm not going to do it. So I'm going to hire you to come in and, um, help me. I I have people on monthly programs that just come in and shush things around. Oh, you kidding me? I mean, um, and I do want to get into the listener and following community that, you know, how they can afford Mm -hmm. to have someone like you in their life. I do want to talk about that and then the cost benefit. Um, but when you came in, I think it was a very different time in my life and I didn't want to let go. Like I got Mm -hmm. this. I really, really did think that now I don't have this. I don't, I don't want to do this. And, um, because I think, okay, you tell me, am I organized? Yes. Am I? You are. Seriously? For sure. Yeah. And you help me. I mean, you, but you have a knack for it. Okay. Um, and I would say with letting stuff go. I always tell people they get real intimidated. I I don't ever pressure or tell anybody to let, and you would know this. I sort of set it up for people and it might help with people. Say I'm doing a closet. Let's put all your white shirts together Mm -hmm. and all that, you know, and then you think, oh, maybe I don't need this many. I need this many. And arriving at it at your own pace um, is better than, um, and it's different for everybody. Some people are ready to get rid of stuff and some people are not. Right. And when I met you, I probably, the 20th white t-shirt with armpit stains, I finally decided <laughs> to let go of. I mean, I mean. Finally, Good girl. I mean, I mean, do we really need this? Probably not. But you know what? I love that you, you and I went very quickly um, through, I guess it's been a few months now, but you and I went quick, quickly through cosmetics. You, you have this plethora of samples. There we go. Mm-hmm. And I remember going, oh my gosh, I feel so guilty getting rid of this. Remember, what did you say to me? It's someone else's. You can bless somebody else with it. I know. Right? I it doesn't that. do any good to hold on to it and have the guilt. Even if it was given to you or yes. whatever you can assign to it. Right. Um, to me, it's better to go and bless somebody with it than for it to be stuck in a cabinet or drawer somewhere. And that's something I do for clients. I haul off donations free of charge because I know that it the bag will probably stick by the door or in their car and it won't get taken. And so I have found that that has been a tremendous help for my clients to just haul it off and get it out of there. Get it out of there. So, okay. And remind me, you have a favorite place that you send donations. I do. It's called the Resale Shop that benefits the Center for Transforming Lives. It's on Camp Bowie okay. in West Fort Worth. And I love it. They take everything and all proceeds go to the nonprofit. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's where, we, and I have a little, I have a little area that you have taught me to put in my, I think it's my laundry room. Yes. The bucket. And the, the bucket. Mm-hmm. I mean, guys, tell us about the bucket because honestly, Greg is now using the bucket. Good job, Greg. <laughs> How did we do? High five. High five, Greg. Here. Yes. Yeah, I mean, tell awesome. us about the bucket. To me, it's just, it's, um, it's a way to put something in there that you know is going away. And when the bucket gets filled up, then you haul it out of there. You haul it out. Yeah. And, and it, it could be a different size bucket. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be any anything yeah. in particular. We're getting smaller. I mean, he was like, where are we putting these? And I, he, he doesn't think, and, and all of you listening, there are people that need your tennis shoes that have been yes. used. I mean, and, and people think, who in the world would wear my old tennis shoes? Okay, seriously? I, I agree. And I, to me, it's better to give it the opportunity 
to mm-hmm. be given to the nonprofit mm-hmm. and then they make the decision if it needs to be thrown away, if it's not good enough to be given to someone, then for us to throw it in the landfill, it's right. just not responsible. It. Somebody can use it. I know. Absolutely. Okay. So tell us about your clients. What are your mm-hmm. projects now? You have a big project going yes, on now, I'm, right? I'm, I'm helping um, one of my longest standing clients, actually. She is such a blessing. Um, and my husband is uh, Michael Ferris. He has Ferris Realty. He is a real estate broker. And so he helped them sell their home and find this new one. And so oh, wow. I worked in tandem with him um, by helping them get the house staged and ready to sell and then helping them now moving and unpacking in their new home Um, and it's different spaces. And so that's where I feel like I can add value is sometimes people are like, but my kitchen isn't designed like my old one, or I had all these closets and I don't in this one. And so that's where I can help people come in and get creative with how they store their, their items. Oh, and you're great at it. I am. Everyone knows that I'm a shoe diva. I guess I'm going to use a nice work, a shoe diva. They're Am beautiful. I right? Oh, they're so beautiful. <laughs> Works of art. I love them. Am I right or am I right there? Oh. So I'm just like, okay, I wanted, I wanted to display them and because my closet is 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 open and, and displayed. But I'm like, oh, gosh. What? And you came in and what did you do? You just added shelves. And actually, just, I need another shelf. Oh, well, yeah, we'll, yeah. Get, uh, we'll get on that. <laughs> we'll Different on levels that. so yeah. you can see them and make it functional but beautiful. Just right. because something's functional doesn't mean it can't be beautiful at the same time. I know. And you make... And you use acrylic boxes and boxes from, you know. Yeah, that won't take away from the beauty of the shoes. The other thing I'm doing right now is a lot of people have me for um, Christmas decorating. They're they're on the front and the back end, putting it up and taking it down. How do I organize it? Um, So that's something I'm gearing up to do. Are you? Right now. Right now. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. I can't. Uh Uh-uh. No, 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 no. (laughs) Uh Uh-uh. No, no. I got to do a podcast. (laughs) But you know what? You and Greg, Greg has always said, I think I've shared this with you, always, you know, hire people smarter than yourself. Stay in your lane. And that's that's exactly right. I mean, it is so true, right? We are all gifted with certain things and we can compliment one another. We can. It does. It's, it, does. it makes it fun. It does. Mm-hmm. Okay. So talk to me about the staging. You just mentioned the staging mm-hmm. because uh, my sister-in-law, one of my sister-in-laws, um, she had a difficult time because she was selling her house and she loves all her little knickknacks and her... But not everybody, when you go to sell a house, you and Michael both, your husband, when you go in, I mean, you just shake your head, right? You're going, got to go. Well, it's it's less is more for sure. You know, you want people to be able to come in and view their things there. Right. So I always encourage no family pictures, right. which I know is hard for people when they are having to live in their home mm-hmm. with no personal touch on the walls, but I, I do say that and less is more with the knickknacks and things out so right. that it's clean and crisp and kind of neutral, really. Right. right. Yeah. My nephew, which is her son-in-law, he said, you got to get rid of some, you. I mean, and it's so difficult because it's your planning, but not me. I am like, get, mm-mm. I have my <laughs> knives on my, my countertop and clear countertops. That's key. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Clear, 100% simple and easy. And yeah. Yeah. So what is the most difficult room in the house to attack or does it, does it depend on the client? Totally depends on the client. Um, I would say I have favorite spaces, Mm -hmm. if you will. I love to do pantries. I love to do clothes closets. 
Um, mm-hmm. Particularly yours. <laughs> um, she's got some good stuff. I like my closet. Yes. Um, and I like to work with kids stuff. Do you know, you I've really? done a lot. Um, my children are 13 and 11 and my stepdaughters are 12 and 14. And Michael and I have been married um, for seven years. So I've had different stages with the kids and have been able to use that in my business, helping with playrooms and rooms. And I've actually worked directly with children from a five-year-old to a teen boy with his Legos. And what a mom can't do, I can come in because I'm a neutral party and there's not pressure Mm -hmm. and I'm not placing judgment. And so that's been kind of fun to help little girls sort their stuffed animals and decide kind of like with the white t-shirts, right. you know what? I really don't think I need this many. Let me go bless another little girl with some of these. Really? So that's been a fun addition that I did not know was going to happen, but I know that's a huge thing for moms, super overwhelming with toys, toys. and art supplies and that sort of thing. Toys and toys. And I have a friend, um, the same thing. She's like, when do I let go of these Legos? I mean, (laughs) you think they're, they grow (laughs) and you, they always end up under your foot. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Owie on the Legos. So, so you having the blended family and I'm going to circle in our national pandemic that we thought this was going to be over by now, but it's not quite there. But Tell us, blending families, how do you stay organized when your children, because you had children at home in March mm-hmm. when the, pande- the pandemic hit and sure you did. stay at home for virtual learning. So how did you organize and tell everyone how, because it's continuing on, right? I it mean, is. And I, I think it's so important that everybody has their space. Um, if that is possible within your home and set it up as much as possible, like school, they, they need to set it up to succeed when they sit down, the pens, the pencils, whatever supplies that they need. And each child is different. I get that. And my kids are at the age where they are very self-sufficient and independent. My heart goes out to you moms that are doing the little kids stuff. Mm. Um, I just say, be prepared as much as possible and have all your things in your spot so that you're not running around. And, and the place where they are is needs to be pretty simple and free of clutter and free of distractions as much as possible as well. So when you wake up in the morning or the kids, the kids are back in school. Your, your kids are, they are, they've been kind of hybrid back and forth with virtual, uh, but they have definitely been in school more than home. So we'll step back from organizing your space and organize your life. So I think I've told you this, and I certainly have told everyone, um, when Kennedy was little, I mean, little kindergarten, we were starting kindergarten and someone told me, a mentor told me, have everything laid out because little girls are very picky about what they wear, have everything laid out and, um, you know, the bows, the shoes, everything. When she gets up, my daughter um, has been living with us in COVID, during Mm -hmm. COVID, on and off. That child still lays out her clothes on the floor, just like she did when she was pre-K. Do you, when you, your kids wake up in the morning, what are you suggesting? Do you think, okay, Here's the routine, right? Absolutely. And I, Hadley is exactly like Kennedy in that. She has a chair in her room. All of her stuff is laid out. Um, 
Hudson is a boy, not so much. He's a lot less maintenance. Right. Doesn't have the hair accessories right. and oh, such. Oh, gosh. Um, but yes, I say anything you can do the night before, you should do. The yeah. backpack needs to be packed up. Homework doesn't need to be sitting out. It's just going to get forgotten. Everything is ready for the morning because inevitably the morning is going to be a little crazier. Right. So yes, I say everything the night before and start them young. Start them little bitty when they are moldable and they have not created the habits that are hard to undo. It is. I'm watching the 11 and 13 year old right now and life is easier. It might've been harder on me at the beginning to try to get them to do it, but there are things that they're responsible for in the morning before they even come out of the room. They've got to have their teeth brushed. They are dressed for the day. Their beds are made and any other chores that they have to do. If it's, you know, they trade scooping the dog poop in the backyard okay. and unloading the dishwasher. Okay. So somebody's doing that and it has to be done before school. Wow. So all these things, um, it helps them with time management. And that's right. something I help my clients do too, adults. Oh you know, gosh. It's such an important life skill. And if you if you start young, it sets them up to succeed. Oh, absolutely. And I love how you you and I have a lot to talk about. We always have something to talk about. So I true. mean, like I said, she's like my little sister. But when you come in, there's no pausing. You're talking and working and asking, and I love that because it's go, go, go. You get there in and out. You know, you know how many hours you're spending, mm -hmm. and that's another time management. And sometimes I'm not good at that. Well, I, I feel like I try to be very mindful. I am by the hour. I charge by the hour. So I want my clients to know, even if you're one of my best buds, mm -hmm. um, and I also am cognizant of that. If we caught up for 30 minutes when I first got there, I'm not charging you for that 30 right. minutes. I'm going to charge you for when I'm doing your stuff. Right, you know? right. So, yeah. Right, that is. It. So when you, so I have, we have a story here. I'm going to bring Paul in in just a minute, our producer. But when you are starting a life and you went through this mm -hmm. and I have gone through this recently with Greg, when you're starting a life with someone mm -hmm. and, um, Greg is a neat guy. I I'm, I'm blessed because Greg is extremely tidy. Neat. Yes. Mm -hmm. He's very tidy. Now he has a pair of khakis that we could all fit in and we know he's not a big guy at all so i mean we have to purge those oh no nikki put that in the box it's nikki's fault <laughs> i know there's a voodoo doll of me somewhere <laughs> nick where are those pants sorry okay you don't need black one morning shirts anymore that's 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 we're gonna let that go but when you and michael moved in together mm -hmm. And Paul and his fiance moved in together, Paul and Kate. So tell us how, tell us how you think it should work. And then we're going to hear a funny story. Yes. It's, it's a very ginger process, right? I mean, everybody was raised differently. They come from different backgrounds. And if everybody just approaches it that way, rather than going to a selfish place of you're not doing it like me. Think of it, oh, well, I get it. That's that's how they were raised. Um, I see how this is how they might handle things. And Michael and I are very opposite in a lot of ways. Uh, we're similar in a lot of ways, too. Uh, but it def definitely with blending us with four kids Oof, was, geez. you know, um, I'll, I'm going to tell the story, Michael. Um, Sorry, Michael. Went through the spices when I moved into the kitchen, and there was some herb de Provence from the 90s. Oh, no. My oh, yeah. We moved in in 2013. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No. So, oh, yeah. It goes bad. And then he went to the trash and was pulling it out. Oh, dear. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. he wasn't. So... 
I get you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So um, anyways, but you just, you got to handle it with love and respect and um, just an appreciation of being other centered. I, I understand you came from a different background and we can meet in the middle somehow. Again. Now, Paul, Paul just bought a house. He and Kate. Yes. Do tell, I mean, this was hysterical. I mean, I, I walked in on Monday morning after they moved all weekend and uh, he was a little exasperated, right? Just so- a little bit. <laughs> you know, luckily she's not a hoarder, which is good. You know, she doesn't, she actually throws a lot of things away that I need. <laughs> and not just like, oh, that's sentimental, but no, like phone chargers and <laughs> plugs for things. And I've been like, I, I need that. My work. <laughs> like, Kinda. go buy me another one right now. Could you do it away? And Anyways. Apple's closed. <laughs> I know, right? But so with, she was definitely raised different. And you're like, you know, just understand it. But I don't. I do not understand it. Because, you know, we were packing. And there's a few <laughs> things that I, I do when I pack, right? You pack boxes, first off. Here's the general side. You pack boxes. And then you put it out of the way towards the front of the house like whenever you're actually really to packing. go out huh? yes to, to go out right, so that yeah. it goes out yeah to go out right <laughs> that's not what happened she packed boxes crazily and then put it in the hallway so we couldn't get to the room and i'm like ah, okay i can get around that i was like hey babe move the boxes to the front of the house that way it's an easy walk out you know didn't happen then so <laughs> You know, I had to had a breakdown there. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> felt like felt like tears were welling up. And then, so we end up getting moved, and I had to call my mom because she's really good with organization and packing. It's like Tetris, like we talked about yes, before the podcast. For sure. We gotta pack things like Tetris. She doesn't get that. She just left things on top of stuff. And she's like, "We can just put this in the car." I'm like, "That's not." That's not how it works. You don't just like have a knapsack that you just dump all the strays in. So then we get to the new house and I'm like, okay, this is going to be so easy because I I work a lot. So she did a lot of the packing. My mom helped the last day and she got it done in just a couple hours. And this was like weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks of her trying to pack like six boxes. Sorry, Kate. But um, sorry, Kate. Right. And Michael. I know, right? Sorry, Sorry, Kate. Sorry, it's just kind of what it is. This is all truth. All truth. truth. This isn't a farce. This isn't a farce. This isn't a, you know, you know, overdone. This is just true. So when we get to the house, and that's when I I saw Tiffany that morning, and I said, Tiffany, there were straws, underwear, and plugs in a box <laughs> and it yep. was labeled kitchen oh no <laughs> she has a I'm lingerie like, drawer in a kitchen right I, I just i couldn't do it i was like this is ridiculous so like whenever i pack you know kitchen stuff is all kitchen stuff and then i open up another box of all the plates that we're going to kind of take for like if we have get-togethers they weren't wrapped Oh, no. nothing. Just broken in the, in the box. Uh, and I'm like, you know, like we have towels. We have anything that we could have just wrapped right. it in. Right. right. No. So, no. Her brain works differently than it yours. Does. Very. This is why you're attracted to her, though. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> is it? Yes, Kate. Is, is it? Us like, opposites attract, I guess. Like, right. She's so brilliant. Like oh, yeah. She is brilliant, but I feel, and I've told this before too, I feel like around me, she just completely turns off, like she's, mentally. 
She's comfortable with you. Great. <laughs> so I would like for you two to meet my two kids at the house. I've oh, got my 14-year-old, no. and then I've got this other lady that decides to turn off because she's comfortable. <laughs> oh, my. So everyone pick a lane, stay in a lane, right? I like Absolutely. it, Greg. I like it. Stay so how do you talk, have, imagine dealing with that? So you'd have to be marriage counselor and... and Honestly, there is a lot of therapy that goes into my job. I would not have repeat business if people thought that I judged them or placed any sort of opinion on who and what they're doing and have. And I say all the time that people, they're basically getting undressed in front of me by the time I get there. And they are kind of at their wits end, some people. And um, so I treat it like that with respect and honor that, um, and there is a lot of that that goes on. There Mm -hmm. is a lot of mental with our stuff. In our society, we are consumers and we're really good at the consuming part, not so much the out. A lot of in, but not so much of the out. Right. And we wrap up that a lot with emotions. And right. so there is a great deal of counseling that goes into my job as well. Well, you know, if I get rid of something, I'll never forget. I threw away a pair of pur- purple, TCU purple patent shoes. Why would you have those? I'm me. <laughs> and I'm like, I've, there's been so many times I wish I had them. You know what I mean? Like I, it, it's throwing away or not throwing away or, or, or sharing. And we different about user. It. Different user. Exactly. And I, how do you approach that? Ugh. But you have taught me if you don't yeah. wear it. and That's right. You, know, you just release it. And, and a lot of times I'll walk through people, how difficult would it be to get another one of these if you do decide? But I also tell people if they are on the fence and they're not ready, Put it in like a little purgatory type area and think about it. Let it marinate because right. if you're not ready, you'll inevitably a week later, oh, I should have not gotten rid of that. You'll right. know when you're ready. I think most people will know when they're ready to kind of part Let it go. with it. Mm-hmm. Let it go. So there's also when when we asked about podcast ideas, one of, one of the was getting organized. And I know that, that term is very intimidating, but it was it's so overwhelming it is so incredibly overwhelming. I can't even look at my stuff. This mm-hmm. is from, from one of my followers. That's where you step in. And what do you... I love that right there because that is the best part of my job is providing relief and joy for people once they figure out um, how it goes back into their space. And that's where I feel I can add the most value is coming in when they're overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's okay. It's one thing at a time, one space at a time. We typically start at the place where they can gain the most momentum. So where are the easiest decisions? You know, and it oftentimes looks a lot uglier before it looks pretty. We pull stuff out, you sort it, and then you figure out how it's going back in, what Mm -hmm. stays and what goes. So yeah, that's the part. And, you know, you talked about affordability and I have done just a consultation, just, I charge the hourly rate. I come in and we walk around, they tell me all the headaches and I will tell them pointers. And I have even drafted an email afterwards that summarizes everything that I have told them. And so that way they can implement it themselves. If that is not something they feel like they can afford to have me back. Could you break it down for like, if a person said, here's my budget, 
Mm-hmm. You would say. Absolutely. I could tell them what we could get done. You can and can't done. Can I, get done. I can estimate. I've gotten, you know, it's 10 years now. It can be pretty good on a lot of it depends on the client too. You know, some clients are very quick at making decisions and some are not. Mm-hmm. Um, so once I kind of get to know them, I can have a better idea as well. But if I'm looking at a couple of spaces and I say, you know, which one is bugging you the most? I can pretty much tell them, you know, this one might take three hours. Right. You know, and okay. then I can, and if they say, here's my budget and I say, okay, well, here's what I think we can get done for right. that. And then oh, I can great. leave you with a list of things to do. I also give homework lists when I leave. Hey, these are things, if you feel like you can get these things accomplished without me being there, get these things done. This will save us time mm-hmm. when I come back. That's a great idea. I mean, that is perfect because yes, get rid of everything that you don't want and and right. And some that. people want me there for that part. You know, mm-hmm. they're like, I'm not going to do it if you're not there. It's like a doctor's appointment. I'm not, I'm, or I'm not going to go work out if I don't have a trainer. I mm-hmm. have to have you there sitting with me. Right. A lot of times that's paper with people because mm-hmm. every single piece of paper is a decision. And so that could be super exhausting. Oh, gosh. So there's a lot of questions that I ask. And so I try to teach people to think that way when I'm not there. And so mm-hmm. they'll say, okay, what would Nikki ask me right now about where I would put this or what I would do with it? So one of the best things of many things that you have taught me. Oh my goodness. Do you all have that endless file of how to use your dishwasher or that endless file (laughs) of how appliances or I don't even know what it's for. I mean, but I remember, remember I had a big, thick, it's probably from four homes. Most people do, (laughs) you know, just a thick, but you taught me it's online. Look it up. You can look up the appliance, the serial number, the make, the model, and the PDF is out there. It's out there. I mean, it is out there. Mm-hmm. I, my my ovens, you know, are a nightmare, and I'm getting right. replaced still. But oh. but I am getting replaced. But um, I've been I have got went online because the homeowner before me didn't pass down the the, the booklet. Yeah, yeah. So I went online, and that was perfect. And paper drives me crazy. Yes. I mean, it really still does drive me crazy. It is. That's a big source of contention with a lot of people, and I went paperless, I guess about 2012 with Mm -hmm. a a quick scanner. And so I don't have any paper files anymore. Even submitting my tax information to my CPA is all electronic. And so that's something I've sat down and helped people with. There's a scanner that I recommend and we'll sit down and scan papers and I'll teach them how to electronically file them just like if it was a filing cabinet sit next to them. And then you can have it on an app on your phone so that say you're at doggy daycare and your dog needs the updated vaccines to Mm -hmm. be able to be dropped off. Oh, let me pull it up. And you can pull it up right on your phone and email it to them. And you don't have to look for that piece of paper. Sounds like a fairy tale to me. I don't know about (laughs) y'all. It's doable. It is doable. Yeah. Okay. Because I have, I've gotten down. Now talk to me about this because I know this is with my friends, at least, you know, with this generation now, everything's on the phone. I mean, I have my pictures on the phone Mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm fine myself. I have to delete a lot of pictures, but photographs, old photographs. And I am so scared. I have some photographs. Well, you've seen them. What do I do? Yes. And that's something I've helped people with. And I actually had my kids. I paid all four kids. They helped scan photos from my childhood maybe three summers ago and organized them. I have a Mac computer and put them on photos by different categories. And I kept some of the hard copies 
but a lot of them I let go, you know, but they were from vacations that are pictures of trees and things you don't really need. (laughs) But, you know, I recommend that people digitize their photos, whether it's through an external service, Costco does it. Um, Mm -hmm. There's a a place where I've mailed off VHS tapes in eight millimeters, you know, and getting them on a thumb drive so that you can store them on your computer. I can help people with all sorts of that kind of thing because paper and photos, mm. especially our generation where we printed everything mm. and then we have boxes of photos um, and just kind of learning the good practices here going forward too. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's too intimidated to go back to the photos, but now going forward, don't print them out or I can help them with how to organize it on their phone or how they upload it to a computer right. and print out albums. I've helped people create albums through Costco or Walgreens or right. whatever online that right. you like to do. And that's the thing. It's just, I'm, I worry about, I think, you know, my mother's passed and we, we just don't have photos. I mean, how many millions of pictures do you have of your children? A lot. A lot. And they're all it's on our phone. Different. And then mm-hmm. it's just a different time and a different generation. So the generation now is certainly not Hey, we got our phones on our, I mean, our right. photos on our phone. It's all cool. But it is, it's a very different, but I, I have lots of people that I've worked with and that. Right. Oh, that is so rewarding because I, I mean, I really, really need, I need to do that. Yeah. Can you do that? Absolutely. Yes, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So organizing my closet. So I remember when we were remodeling this home, the closets are open everyone. And it really bothered me because I don't like clutter. I don't like to see a mess. And you assured me and our precious pan flowers to leave them open. They're open. You walk in my house, you can look to the left and see everybody can see my stuff. So how do you organize anyone's closet? Mm -hmm. How do you organize my closet? Mm -hmm. And because I know I see people in, did you see everyone on, um, during COVID? (laughs) Yes. Organizing their Absolutely. Because yes. they're home and it's the time to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I highly recommend the slimline hangers. That's a good start for everybody because they take up less space. And that kind of helps down, helps with the clutter when, when the hangers are uniform. Okay. Now explain that to everyone, the slimline hangers. Yes. So you can get them on um, Amazon. They have them at the container store. They're velvet lined. They're real skinny. Mm -hmm. um, So they don't take up as much space in the closet. And then they all look the same. So you don't have the tube ones and you don't have the plastic ones and the dry cleaning cleaning. and all of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I encourage people if there's one thing you do and really it's like the cobbler's kids had no shoes. I didn't do that for myself until like three years ago. I was about to ask you. That's so silly. I let money get in the way and it's not that expensive. (laughs) Right. Really in the grand scheme of things. And the donation place takes old hangers. So that made me feel better too, that I could go take them and they use them in their store and they give them to people. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, I, I do that and it's putting like with like it's sleeveless shirts with sleeveless shirt, short sleeve, long sleeve, all pants go together, all skirts go together, coats. And with you, I've helped with seasonal. There's a lot of people that, that switch out the seasons. You'll do Mm -hmm. winter right now and you take out the super summery and spring and you either hang it in a different closet or if some people don't have that, then we take them off hangers, fold them up, put them in bins and put them in a closet somewhere where you can stack bins. It just depends. Like I said, it's custom depending Mm -hmm. on what people have. I try to help them work with the space that they've got. Right. Okay. You gave me a trick and I didn't do it. Probably won't do it. The turnaround. The turnaround. But I would like to do it. Mm -hmm. But um. 
I can't yet. Yeah. So this is something if you are, and I did it myself because I wanted to make sure that what I was recommending actually worked. You turn your hangers around the opposite way and everything. And then when you wear it, you hang it the right way so that you can tell what you're wearing and what you're not wearing. Mm -hmm. So what it helped me do was wear stuff I wasn't wearing. Right. Because I am I would look, oh, I've already worn that because I have my favorites. Mm -hmm. And then it also helped me at the end of the season. And some people, it's at the end of the season. Maybe it's two seasons. If we had a really warm winter and you didn't wear some of the sweaters, you give them another chance. Right. You know? But it kind of helps to see, okay, I didn't wear these. I probably haven't worn them the last two years. It's out of here. Right. Um, the other thing I do is one in, one out for myself. I know. And, you know, I have a small galley closet. Do you? And mm -hmm. so I've just decided this is as squished as I'm going to let it get. Oh, yeah. So when I buy something, then I purge something. Mm -hmm. And I don't allow myself to hang it back in the closet until I've gotten rid of something. So it hangs oh. outside my closet, which bugs me right. until I get rid of something. Mm -hmm. So I kind of have a bucket, an ongoing bucket of things that are going away. And it doesn't have to be if I got a new sweater, I don't have to get rid of a sweater. Mm -hmm. It could be a pair of pants. Right. It's just something. I don't want to buy new hangers. No. It's kind of the way I look at it. I know. See, I just went through that big high. But you came and all of a sudden I have there a lot hangers. of hangers. She threw something away. Oh, no. <laughs> she, she purged for it's me. It's all about being efficient. But yes. you know, we hung jeans together. Yes, you know, we did. When you're little bitty like Tiffy, you can put two pairs of jeans on one hanger. So you do that, you got hangers. That's right. That's right. You got to get did. creative. Yes. You do, and we do because I feel like I'm, I'm shoving things in there. And in the career I am now influencing we get a lot of, Greg said it looked like when we were gone, we were gone. He said, it looks like a flipping Amazon fulfillment center in this, <laughs> in this uh, utility room, Tiffy. What is going on? All I the mean, shipments. All wow. the shipments of people that, that, thank you, vendors that send, you know, want me to wear. And, and we started a process, you and I started a process of, there's storing a it for that. And, mm -hmm. and that, that vendor may come back and go, Hey, can you wear yes. Absolutely. So yeah. that's, that's a very common thing for my clients. The things that come in now, what do I do with it? Especially mm -hmm. if it's something new, yes. right? And so they might, that might be something they call me back for. Oh, uh, Hey, I, I'm started this new business or I started this new, whatever. Mm -hmm. What do I do? Where do I put it? Right. Um, that's a very normal thing with our society too, that right. it doesn't always just fit in some little box. Right. You know. So I'm going to take you somewhere else because at okay. some point, at some point, you all are going to move your children back in college. And Nikki, because Kennedy and I are, well, Stacey Danford said we couldn't be best friends, but we're darn close. But we had to, I had to step away with Kennedy because she had another roommate coming in, another mom. And Nikki came in and actually Michael came in too and handled I mean, you just handled, so when the college, yes. that, that is, and you're getting, because what do we bring, like two truckloads into a little, what, a little know, bitty 10 by, space, 10 by eight space. Absolutely. You've done that, right? I mean, have you? I have. And there's actually um, on my Pinterest, um, Simplified TX, you can see I have college boards that I've created. I did a talk for National Charity League in Fort Worth to some, it was the 
the outgoing seniors 2020. It was in the fall of 2019. But I gave them a talk and did a presentation about little tips and tricks for college and the things that you do in your dorm room. And so I've done that with several clients that um, I can help go do the shopping with them. I can be as hands-on or as hands-off as you want me to be. I've helped someone somebody going down to A&M, but I helped here Mm -hmm. get the plan together, help do the shopping. And then the mom helped get it all set up down at College Station. So um, absolutely. That is a very challenging thing because you don't need to bring everything that you have had the luxury of having here. Mm-mm. You know, so we found that out. Yeah, it's a very overwhelming emotional time, anyways, just going to college for the first time. Mm-hmm. So I love to help people with that. Absolutely. That first year we moved her in, everyone bought grandmother and aunts and sisters and brothers, and they're crammed in this little space. And I would just advise everyone. That's keep really it tighter. Hard. And there's a lot of people. Yeah. You know, see the before and after, maybe. Yes, get it all set up and then come see it. And then, you know, I'm crying in the corner, of course, and she lives three quarters of a mile away. (laughs) (laughs) I can relate. I'm so sad. Right, I know. Hadley told me she's never moving away. She said she's... You know what? And she might not. Look (laughs) at my kid. (laughs) Unless there's a boy that comes around. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, do you... What do you think about... um, Because I have some in my life hoarders. I mean, is, do you, have you had that? I mean, that's, I have, that's a tough. if I have someone call me and ask me, I say, I, I don't, um, I'm part of a professional organization, NAPO, N-A-P-O.net. Mm-hmm. And you, they have people who specialize in that because it is, it is definitely more of the emotional mental side of things. And so I always refer them to wow. that website because they can search their zip code and find someone who specializes in that. Um, I, I do deal with people that have a lot of things and it, it might be just one particular item that they like, or they just have a lot of things. And so again, I don't have put pressure on people to get rid of stuff, but I do help them go through a process so they can arrive at it. Wow. Themselves. I didn't realize that because you are dealing with mental, a, a mental process. Yes, absolutely. You know what? And, and this is good. You stay in your lane. That's not what your specialty is. That's right. right? You stay in your lane. Absolutely. I know, I know. I've accidentally turned in, um, a, a couple of those shows and it, it blows my mind because my brain works very, you know, cl- sl- slim line. I don't want, I, you know, keeping food over a week freaks me out. So <laughs> anyway, yeah, <laughs> which takes me to our pantry, my pantry. So my pantry being a chef, I read on your website something that I absolutely love and we are going to hit on this, but you have eight steps. It's it's simplified and you have the acronyms, but you were saying force yourself to eat through your pantry, plan weekly meals, make a grocery list for a meal plan and only buy what you truly need. That's so true. Those of you going out there and buying because now the election is over and buying all the toilet paper again. What? Wow. You know, buy what you need. And I do understand if it's a hurricane or other types of situation. True. But, but buy, definitely. Absolutely. And I, I think sometimes what makes this difficult is if you look at the older homes and then you look at the homes that are being built now, pantries are rooms. 
And so people think because they have the space, they've got to fill it up. And our home was built in 86. Our pantry is tiny and I, it helps me because I really can't buy a whole lot. I have to stay within the confines of that space. So I tell people, well, just because you got the space doesn't mean you got to fill it up. Right. And I like to tell people to keep 15% open because you're inevitably, and that goes with any space, mm-hmm. a drawer, whatever, you're inevitably going to buy some more stuff. Right. So yes, I recommend eat through your pantry and buy what you need. Uh, there's When I do pantries, there's a lot of food that gets thrown out because it's expired. It was deep, dark depths of the back, you know, um, so it, yes, absolutely. I think that's a great best practice. I think so too. So back in March when, um, we went into to lockdown or mm-hmm. shutdown and, and we were all panicked. So I was like, Greg, I get to the grocery store. I bought 10 cans of kidney beans. Okay. I don't eat kidney beans. <laughs> what in the world was I thinking? I mean, I just went into that survival mode. Unprecedented times. times that's true. For sure. You know, I mean, it's just, oh my God, I don't need these, but I need to use these these beans. Yeah, you can get creative. Yeah. Stick yeah. them in a chili or something. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> I am. I, actually, I am going to make that, a bacon chili. But yeah, and it's true. But, you know, purging. And I bet you can tell what type of person by their pantry, right? Absolutely. I mean. What, Absolutely. I mean, so what, how do you organize a pantry? You know, it's like with like, and I am a huge fan of labeled bins, especially if you've got multiple users, if you've got little hands that are in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, what I've loved is my kids will help me when I go to the grocery store, I'll come in, bring in the bags. They help me by unloading the bags and putting everything out on the counter. And then they help me put things away, but they know where things go. My tagline, again, helping you find the right place for everything. So be intentional, you know, be intentional with where your things are. And that is what I try to help people do with their pantry. Everything has a spot. If it's a new item, okay, well, there's that 15% that's open. It can go in that little spot. That's right. And I love the clear bins labeled. Love, clear love, bins. Love. Huge <laughs> fan. I love the- language. <laughs> so on your website, and your website is um, simplifyyourspacetx.com. Is yes, that correct? That's okay. It. So uh, one of one of the tabs it's, it is it says simplify and we've gone through several of these but one one of them so s sensible spot for everything okay Greg guess what P.S. Hey this goes in this spot I will walk in and I'm like what is this uh, do we need this here I mean but and honestly right everyone has a home everything has a home it should right it intentional should. or not but intentional is probably key. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Every, everybody has a space. Okay. In and out. You've talked about that. All right. Especially piece. I'm going to get better about the clothes. It's hard. I, it helps me uh, because I do love clothing too. It helps me thinking about somebody else getting used out of it. Right. We came home, Nikki, from a beautiful wedding in West Texas this weekend. The last thing after driving seven and a half, eight hours was unloading my luggage. Mm. Ugh, so I did it, but it's interesting there's a hanging bag in the floor in my closet right now. I just, for some reason, can't open it. And what is going on with me? Like, what is wrong? You're going, you're looking yeah, at what, me going, what, is, what happened to you? Heard, yeah, what's going on with that? <laughs> I can't, for some reason, I can't take it out of the, it's a, it's an overnight bag. Mm-hmm. I can't take the clothes out because I think it's, I, I don't know. And it's one of those things, you know how you, you, you're putting clothes away in laundry you take it, then you put it on the sofa. I mean, like you put it here, here, take it to its spot. 
That's right. Get it to its home. Make an effort to put it away, not Make it down. Make an effort to put it away, not down. Yes. Okay. So that really helps too with the schoolwork and stuff with kids. Okay. Put it away, not down. And if everybody pitches in in the home with that, then when something is out of place, it's obvious. Mm-hmm. Where's my such and such? Right. Well, if everything is just put down rather than away, or if it doesn't have a home, then you can't ever find anything. Yeah. And I like what we you were saying about teach them early. Mm-hmm. Um, and my demographic for followers and listeners are the younger. It is around 19 to 34 to 40. Um, and teach your children, teach yourself for sure to, to do this. Mm-hmm. Teach your fiance, Paul. <laughs> Or he, or she's going to teach him (laughs) one or the other, right? Okay. Less is definitely more. I I do see that we're simplifying our lives and haven't we seen during COVID that less is more? It is. And you want to have control over your stuff, not it having control over you. And a lot of it is the amount that comes in the door. Sometimes people forget that you have the choice to not buy something. Yeah. Use what you already got. Yeah. I have a friend that was on and, um, she had uh, a shopping addiction. She said, I, I mean, it, it is mm-hmm. what it is. And and she said, you know, I wait 24 hours to see if I really, really want it. And of course, I'm going, but what if you lose it? <laughs> right. If it was meant to be, it'll it be was, there. It's right. That's, That's right. Absolutely right. That's like when I did Whole30, that the same concept is get in touch with, oh, I want a brownie. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, what is it that I really want? And then you kind of get, well, I'm going to go on a walk instead. And if I still want it when I come back, then I'll deal with it then. Right. I might get a piece of fruit or whatever. Exactly. So I like what she said. That's a great thing. Yeah. Just Wait. 24 hours. If it's meant to be, it'll still be there. Absolutely. You know, and that's the way I handle when I get frustrated with someone instead of, you know, I, I don't send the email. I wait 24 hours for you. because I always, you know, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Another podcast, people, <laughs> um, your daily routine, you're saying it's like brushing your teeth. I mean, every morning do these eight things that are on your website. Yeah. Then it won't be a big project, but I do have to say, even in my home, people ask me all the time, Oh my gosh, is your house just so neat? Okay. I'm not obsessive compulsive. I'm not, my kids, my husband would tell you that it just, everything has a place. You're Mm going to know where to find it. Right. Right. That's the thing. Simplify it, help it find a home and then have the discipline to keep it that way. Nikki, this brings me to another point real fast for when you are blending families, Mm -hmm. how do you, um, I haven't blended children at home, but how do you blend families with young children, old, middle children, um, how do you blend them when they go away to their mom or dad's house and come back? How do you fit the rules in? I mean, train us on that. And I know this is a struggle for so many of us that have. It is. And it that is a true thing. I say grace, grace, grace. Grace. And just kind of like what I was telling Paul, you look at how people were raised, you know, with our situation, our, uh, my stepdaughters go between homes that are very different. My two kids go between homes that are very similar. And so you have to have grace for that. And you have to have love and understanding that the kids are adapting. I say just pour love into them and to me, kids need boundaries. They need loving boundaries. They need to know what to expect. There is peace and knowing what to inspect when it, when it's inconsistent and they don't know what to, that's when they 
feel unsafe. Right. So um, it takes a lot of prayer and um, a lot of unity between mom and dad. Mm -hmm. The kids have to know that my husband and I are a team first. Right. And that they are not going to pull the wool over our two eyes, even if they pull the wool over the other parents' eyes when they go to that home. They know what to expect when they come to our home. Right. That's, That's excellent. Something that was always, and, and I, this has been my life, my mom instilled it in me and, and I'm, you know, 55 and still doing it. I make my bed every day and I make it very neatly. So pretty. Very, it's very like beauty is very important to me in my home. So all the pillows, it's gorgeous, everything is, eat, eat, eat. Kennedy, it was expected. She did not come out of a room until the bed was made. That was really important mm-hmm. for me. When she went to her dad's, I don't know about anymore, but, and I, she's 21, but, um, I'm, I'm, I remember it wasn't important to him, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so I, I feel badly for the kids that, no, well, I don't know, but, but you just set your boundaries in your own home. I do. And I think what you, you can think of it as they are being exposed to things in the world, maybe at an earlier age, which sometimes is more difficult to, Isn't it? than others. But at the same time, at least they're being exposed to it while they're under your roof and that you can walk them through that. So it could be the difference of you going, oh, people don't make their bed. You know, when you go off to college, well, she knows that there's some, that's important to some people and some people to not. So to me, it's, they're being exposed to more. That's the way I choose to look at it. God's got it all under control and his ways are higher than ours. Absolutely (laughs) has a plan. I don't know what it is. (laughs) We don't always have to know. We don't have to know. Give the guessing game and give grace, of course. Okay. How can we find you? Yes, my website is simplifyyourspacetx.com. I'm also on Facebook, um, Simplify TX, as well as Nikki R. Ferris. And my Instagram is Simplify TX. I'm also on Pinterest at Simplify TX. Okay, I was excited. And when you said that, I almost fell off my chair. I've got a lot of boards on there, actually. I started when it very first came out because I was building a home. This was back in... I guess 2011, right when I was starting and kind of was getting some ideas when I was getting my feet wet, kind of working for friends at first. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's actually quite a bit simplifying behind doors, behind on counters, you know, all that sort of thing. And you just rebranded too. you, Hillary, um, my social media manager helped Mm -hmm. you with your website. It's beautiful. Well, I I thank you for that. It was Mm -hmm. uh, quite a bit to kind of, you know, I've gotten Thank you to all of my amazing clients. Really, I'm just, I'm so blessed. They've like you, they've become some of my very closest friends and it's such a blessing to be doing this with people and um, that they have allowed me to take those before and after pictures and place them up there. And um, Hillary did an amazing job. Yeah, she did a great job. She did it so clean. It's so fabulous. Your new brand. I love it. Love it. Well, thank you for coming. Absolutely. And everyone do yourself a favor. Find this woman and hire her. <laughs> Paul, you need this woman in your life for sure. Kate, you and Kate. Thank you. See? Oh, my God. <laughs> wish you could see him in the booth. And everybody, follow me at Tiffany C. Blackman on Instagram. Go to Facebook. It's Tiffany Blackman as well, Tiffany Collins. And please go to this on YouTube. We're trying to get up in that Apple world and rate and review people. Tell me what you want to hear because we're about to hit that year mark in January. And everyone, get yourself organized and keep being fabulous. 